Welcome back to Lightshed Research, a podcast that puts our research notes in your ears for your convenience. October 18th, 2021. Netflix and YouTube growing their CTV time spent as Disney, Hulu, and Amazon flatten, losing share to new entrants. In our June 2021 post, new SVOD entrants all making critical mistake, optimizing for wrong outcomes. We stated, Bottom line, tech companies are using content and programming to capture even more time spent per day, driving addiction to their platforms, whereas legacy media companies are all now trying to become tech companies, but they're failing to recognize the most important element of quote-unquote winning tech companies, which is controlling as much time spent per user per day as possible. Recent Comscore data illustrates 22% growth in connected total connected TV streaming service time spent between January 2020 and June 2021. We've converted Comscore's connected TV streaming time spent market share data into total connected TV hours streamed for each of the major services in both time periods and contrasted the change in time spent to the reported subscriber growth or MAUs for AVOD over the same time period. Note, we wrote about Comscore Connected TV data in prior blog posts, such as this September 2020 piece. However, recent Comscore methodology changes led to meaningful changes in time spent share, with Netflix benefiting and YouTube and Amazon Prime Video declining. Seven key takeaways from the table embedded above. Number one, top two services still represent 47% of connected TV time spent. Despite the launch or transformation of an array of competing SVOD and AVOD services, it is nothing short of stunning to see Netflix and YouTube only dropping from 49% share of connected TV time spent to 47% over the 18-month time frame. Viewership in the linear TV world is highly fragmented, whereas connected TV is dominated by just two players that dwarf everyone else and who have held their market share despite rapidly growing competition. The interesting commonality of Netflix and YouTube is breadth of content across genres, albeit one obviously has to acquire finance the content and the other is a platform for UGC content. Netflix and YouTube's CTV market share declines were small enough that both had high teens growth in time spent over the 18-month time frame, with Netflix growing time spent per household subscriber high single digits. Number two, Hulu, Disney Plus, and Amazon Prime Video time spent stagnated. Whereas the top two CTV streaming platforms ceded only minor market share, Hulu, Disney Plus, and Amazon Prime Video saw their share drop by nearly 20%, offsetting the surge in overall connected TV time spent. Each of the three services had essentially the same connected TV total time spent in June 2021 as they did in January 2020. The continued rise of free AVOD services and launch of three major new streaming services, HBO Max, Peacock, Paramount Plus, appear to have taken far more time spent away from the second tier of three CTV players than the two top tier players. Tying back to the aforementioned comment on Netflix and YouTube, the obvious answer as to why the second tier is losing share 
is the breadth and depth of content is simply not enough relative to the new competitors. Given the substantial growth in Disney Plus and Hulu subscribers over the 18-month time period, it is shocking to see their total time spent flatten out. Hulu subscribers grew over 40% during that time period, and Disney Plus subscribers were up over 50%, with substantially more quote-unquote fresh content on Disney Plus in 2021 than 2020. The clear implication is that time spent per household subscriber fell meaningfully for both services. For Disney Plus, that could partially be explained by the fact that January 2020 was shortly after launch, with many subscribers still devouring catalog titles. For Hulu, we suspect a few factors are at play. One, roughly 25% of its content is now duplicated on Peacock. Two, lack of major breakout hits. And maybe, most importantly, number three, the slow death of linear broadcast TV, which has been the primary driver of content on Hulu since its launch. For Disney, the significant drop in time spent per household subscriber at both Hulu and Disney Plus raises important questions for investors. On the one hand, it shows people are subscribing to both services, even as the content offering is less and less compelling. That shows consumer love of the Disney brand and luckily ties to an increasing percentage of subscribers taking the Disney bundle, where they get both services and ESPN+, even if they are not major users of all of the components of the bundle. On the flip side, substantially lower use per household subscriber increases the risk around price increases, which are critical to driving profitability at both services. We continue to believe Disney Plus and Hulu should be combined into one service, and the level of total programming investment should be increased meaningfully, including shifting premium access movie titles to quote-unquote included with a very short exclusive theatrical window or even day and date. Given the continued growth in prime video users not reported, we are also somewhat surprised to see Amazon's time spent flatten out, as it implies time spent per house subscriber is declining, albeit far less than what the data shows for Hulu and Disney+. That said, it is worth considering the lack of major breakout hits over the time period on Prime Video. However, for Amazon versus Disney Plus and Hulu, the drop in time spent per household subscriber is less of a big deal as it's simply another component of their Prime offering. Not to mention there is major content spend kicking in during 2022 with both Thursday Night Football and Lord of the Rings prequel, along with content from the still-in-progress MGM acquisition. Number three, HBO Max's fastest-growing CTV platform. Despite a price point that is nearly double Disney+, and with the vast majority of HBO Max's iconic HBO content available as part of MVPD linear TV bundles, HBO Max is quickly catching up to Disney Plus in terms of market share. Prior to HBO Max's launch in May 2020, HBO Now Go had relatively insignificant usage on connected TVs at under 1%. In contrast, by June 2021, HBO Max had moved up to number six in terms of CTV market share at 3% and was by far the fastest growing streaming platform on connected TVs over the 18-month time period. We believe Warner Brothers' decision to make their entire 2021 movie slate available on HBO Max at no extra cost is a key driver of connected TV market share growth. HBO Max has added U.S. subscribers faster than any other SVOD service this year, and adding substantial high-profile content is clearly driving time spent per household subscriber. Number four, AVOD fast, growing rapidly but still small. Viacom's Pluto TV and Fox's 
Tubi are both growing rapidly. However, they collectively only represent 4% of total CTV time spent, dwarfed by free ad-supported YouTube at 21%. While we do not have specific user data for Tubi, Pluto TV MAUs were up nearly 120%, far faster than the growth in connected TV time spent. While that could speak to reduce usage per MAU, it is important to note that Pluto only reports global MAUs with no clarity around U.S.-only MAU growth. The good news for both Pluto and Tubi is that with linear TV viewership in freefall outside of the NFL, ad buyers are increasingly looking to shift dollars at an accelerating rate to ad-supported connected TV. The two biggest beneficiaries are YouTube and Hulu. However, Pluto, Tubi, and even Peacock are all seeing a surge in ad dollars. Pluto has reached a $1 billion run rate, and Tubi is likely closing in on an $800 million run rate, having generated $400 million in fiscal June 2021, which was up 170% year-over-year. Number five, where are Paramount Plus, Discovery Plus, Showtime, or Stars? The only major connected service, streaming services not showing up with at least 1% market share of connected TV time spent are Paramount Plus, Discovery Plus, Showtime, and Stars. Showtime and Stars are seemingly easy to explain away, as we suspect the vast majority of usage is still within the multi-channel bundle. The content on Showtime and Stars, DTC, is identical to what is available within the bundle. And while both have added a significant number of D2C subs, usage is likely tied to a limited number of high-profile series versus daily usage. Paramount Plus is a bit more concerning, having been rebranded from CBS All Access in March 2021. Note, CBS All Access did not show up in the January 2020 chart either. The question becomes, given the meaningful expansion of content on CBS All Access as it transformed into Paramount+, Plus, with a growing slate of original programming, why is total consumption on connected TV so low? Discovery Plus launched in January 2021 and always felt like a niche offering for Discovery superfans. We suspect the limited appeal of Discovery Plus helped drive Discovery's interest in the pending merger with WarnerMedia with Discovery Plus's content offering likely to be embedded into HBO Max at no additional cost. We expect Discovery Plus to be shuttered as a standalone offering shortly after the closing of the Warner Brothers Discovery merger in mid-2022. Number six, Peacock performance unclear. Peacock's 1% CTV market share is underwhelming. However, we suspect the vast majority of Peacock usage is occurring on Comcast and Cox at top boxes, which is not captured by the Comscore connected TV data. Peacock is essentially an improved VOD product for Comcast and Cox video subscribers embedded directly into the set-top box menu, with little to no adoption and usage of its direct-to-consumer CTV offering. Number 7. ESPN, ESPN Plus disappears, but not surprising. Despite the growth in ESPN Plus subscribers from 6.6 million at the end of 2019 to nearly 15 million in June 2021, ESPN and ESPN Plus did not even have 1% connected TV market share in June 2021. We believe two issues likely drive the decline. One, baseball season far weaker than football and basketball. And two, most of the growth in ESPN Plus subscribers is coming from the Disney Plus bundle with subscribers getting ESPN Plus for free, but not really using it. 